Got a package full of wishes A time machine, a magic wand A globe made out of gold No instructions or commandments Laws of gravity or indecisions to uphold Printed on the box I see Acme's build a world to be Take a chance, grab a piece Help me to believe it What kind of world do you want? Think it, think Let's start at the start Build a masterpiece Be careful what you wish for History starts now Steven is my favorite Baldwin brother. One part KMC. Found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. Now on the BMX Radio Network, it's Baldwin McCullough Radio. Talking about the dilemmas of life that no one else will. And trying to make sense of it all. Three nights ago, the president promised to call us out. You here today are that hope and change. Saturday night, Baldwin McKellar live. Our number 888-340-3373. I got it. 888-340-3373. And uh, we had a young lady holding. We did. 
And she's still there. Mary from Staten Island. She held on so Mary, did, did you lengthy th- top-of-the-hour break. You still there, Mary? I'm here, guys. So, so, so you know, you're you're a Christian, and mm-hmm. and we're, we're you know I think you said you you didn't agree that anybody's taxpayers should pay for anybody else's contraception. Right. Right. So I think kind of what I'm wondering is like, what other thought do you have about this whole thing? The fact that that they're trying to that the president would try to convince people that that this is something, and he's a Christian. So what I'm wondering is, as a Christian, what, what do you think about all this? Do you think it's, it's just the way it is and just the way it's all going and the way it's all headed and there's really nothing we can do? Oh, I'm really disappointed, uh, you know, in the president. And, um, you know, we're such a, a valueless society, and uh, that's why I disagree with it. And at any rate, I don't agree that the uh, it should be paid for because it's like... It's elect something elected. Like if you have your face done, you have a eye lift. That's a cosmetic surgery. It's elective, so it's not paid for. And I think um, even if you want to use birth control, that's an elective thing. That's your decision. So you should pay for it, just like you pay for your plastic surgery on your own. It's not a medical you know, necessity. So it just doesn't you know make sense even to me. You know, no matter what someone's you know, personal moral beliefs are. Mm. I don't really follow the sense of it. Yeah. All right, Mary. Well, thank you for your patience. Uh, appreciate that a lot. Um. <laughs> what happened? One of our producers said, I think the government should have to pay for my plastic surgery, too. Just wow. kidding. Just kidding. Wow. Just kidding, she said. All right, uh, let's go to Jim in Brooklyn, also listening to AM 970, the Apple Jim, welcome. You're on with Baldwin and McCullough. Hi. Hey, how you fellas doing tonight? We're doing great. All right, all right. What really gets me about this whole debate is it has nothing to do with the government paying for contraception. The whole issue was that religious institutions were going to have to pay for it through the insurance they provide for their employees or, in the case of the Georgetown student, for their students through insurance that, that they pay for so you guys are perpetrating a big lie. You're no, Jim, that's not that's not fact. true. Jim, you're, you're hold on. Misleading information. Jim, hold on. The reason that she was asking Congress to force taxpayers to do it. Did you watch her statement, Jim? Yeah, I did watch her. And okay, I did too. Taxpayers. It's about having her university pay for it. But but and and if that was not going to happen, she said a couple of times in the statement that this should be a public service that uh, the government yeah, that was never part of the shouldered. Well, no, it actually it is, Jim, because it started it started with Obama's mandate to make uh, all people have free contraception available, quote unquote, free contraception available, uh, either through their insurance provider or through their employer. And, and, and the fact that the, that, the, that the president thought he could mandate that just through executive fiat is kind of, is kind of ridiculous, but then the fact well, that he would be using... Through insurance companies. The insurance companies would pay for it. And the reason the insurance companies lined up and agreed to do it, and there was never... But Jim, you're, you're not being honest, because you know, you know that some, you know that some companies... You're not, you're giving, listen, you're giving a partial... Uh, Jim, you know that some companies self-insure. Are you a small business owner? Actually, I am. Okay, I am too. 
So you know to the degree that small businesses many times self-insure or they do cash bonuses so employees can get insurance when they otherwise couldn't. So there's a whole there's a whole uh, a cadre of different options out there for people. And for the Obama administration to say, we're going to make sure that no matter what your insurance situation is, someone else is going to pay for your contraception, even if... But that's if not the debate we're having here. That's not the debate that we're having. The whole reason that woman from Georgetown tried to get on and was first denied the ability to speak was because they were talking about whether or not religious institutions should be forced to provide... Con- and they, sh- and they shouldn't be forced. Well, that's not the debate you're giving. You're not giving that side of the story. Instead, you're going to this whole thing about how taxpayers are going to be forced to pay the bill for this woman who you did call a harlot and you weaseled no, out. Of now, see, that's, that's like, he, he's making stuff up as he goes along. Well, he sounds like he's... I didn't call her that word. I know you didn't. Yeah. And sometimes there's going to be folks who listen to the program who are going to hear what they hear, the way they hear it. And obviously that guy thinks the way he thinks, and that thinking well, he, seems to be in opposition with our thinking. No, not necessarily. I think so. Well, what he said was is that forced contraception is part of the Obama administration's agenda. This is what he told Jackie in the call screen. So, uh-huh. And he didn't say anything that disputed that. He just said that we're not talking about what the real issue here is. And that real issue is something we already are, are actually already touched on, um, you know, a while ago. Um, the government being able to say to the Archbishop of New York or any other religious leader or group in the country that you have to do something that violates your conscience is immoral. Are you happy, Jim? I covered the part of the conversation you wanted to discuss. I still think that it is a, it is a laughing stock to send a girl to a committee in Congress to say, poor me. It cost me $3,000 to buy all my birth control for my, for my graduate school. That's, that's more than I made in, in summer, you know, summer jobs. You know, I, 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 okay, cry me a river. I'm sorry. I think if you pay for all that contraception, she's not going to have enough time to study. That's just me. You know? And I'm not drawing she doesn't conclusions. Now, does she? I'm not drawing conclusions about her study out. life. Stephen is, but I'm not. I'm drawing conclusions. I'm not saying she's a bad student. What's that guy's name? What's the last caller's name? (laughs) Jim. I'm drawing conclusions, Jim. There. How do you like them apples? (laughs) So, um, uh, anyway, 888-340-3373. Yes, 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 Jim, you're right. It, It is wrong that the administration is forcing religious institutions to violate their conscience to provide everything from the pill to condoms, to abortifacients for uh, women that want them and don't want to pay for them. Yes, that's wrong. Yes, sir. Are we into? Not yet. Ah. You wanted to take a break? No. We still have 90 seconds. No. We take a break. <laughs> we could do an improv. <laughs> but but uh, 888-340-3373. Um, so here's, here's, let me just throw a little bit more gas on the fire. My lovely bride sitting watching this whole debate take place this week, actually Mm -hmm. kept me informed on several things. Mm -hmm. And she sees that talk show host, who goes by the single name, um, apologize today. And he said, I I chose some poor words, et cetera, et cetera. It's a smart thing to do. My my wife goes, 
I wished he hadn't apologized. Did <laughs> she? What? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Really? Um, yeah, and she said, she said, yeah, she said, and, and, and I'm, I'm probably going to get her quote wrong, but I don't intend to. But she said something along the lines of, what bothers me almost as much as this generation expecting other people to pay for their contraception is the fact that ladies are willing to spread their legs as often as they do now. And she said, and this is, again, this is my wife. She said, it's not an issue of, because there were several people that said that that talk show host had challenged this woman's virtue. Like he was calling her, that virtue is not in doubt. Right. <laughs> virtue is restraint. Right. Right. That, 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 was, that was done. Coming right back. In just a second. We did this again. <laughs> See, you, you you goofed me up when you made me think that we were we were late to the well, break. Just hurry up, because I can't open my popcorn. You can open your popcorn. Open I your can't. popcorn. I can't. Yes. Do you let me? Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. So yeah. So the lovely bride says it's not an issue of him questioning her virtue. Her virtue is not. And 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 any woman that that adopts this mentality that I've got to have contraception so that I can have wild amounts of sex. And, and that it's someone else's responsibility and someone else needs to pay for it, even if it's an insurance company. I mean, you know, who says that they have to pay for is it? Is it virtuous that the woman's even willing to publicly in, talk about this? If it's in the insurance's company's interest and they do it in their model, then, you know, all that's goody for them. They figured out a way to pay for it. But to, for a government entity to mandate an institution or for the taxpayers themselves to have to pay for it, that's where we draw the line. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not Get all the details at thebingethinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. Thebingethinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs> Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. A production of Extreme Media. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Not Get all the details at thebingethinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. Thebingethinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? <laughs> I think they're all wrong. <laughs>
Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Ball, Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance. But also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. Baldwin McCullough Live, 888-340-3373. Exactly one phone line open right now, 888-340-3373. I'm Kevin McCullough. I'll be on Fox News come this Monday on Megyn Kelly's broadcast. I hope you'll join us. We're going to be breaking down the Huckabee Political Forum that aired tonight. And then I'll be back on Wednesday to break down Super Tuesday with the lovely and talented Megyn Kelly. So I hope that you'll uh, join us then. Um, Stephen Baldwin sitting across the table from me. You see him all over the place. 60 films, 20 years Hollywood. And a mouthful of Pringles, baby. And that doesn't get any better than that right there. 888-340-3373. I got something. Someone posted something on the Facebook that I want to read in just a second. An- again, another woman's perspective. I mean, I can understand you're sitting there going, what do Baldwin and McCullough have to say about this at all? Baldwin and McCullough don't get to have an opinion about this because they're just a couple of dorky guys. (laughs) So it's good to bring in the female perspective. Uh, Just one of us. To which I was like almost dead shocked today when my wife goes, when the lovely bride goes, you know, he didn't use the language I would approve of, but I don't think he needed to apologize that's gnarly. <laughs> well, it's the lovely bride we're talking about. She's pretty intense, pretty serious. Uh, anyway, 888-340-3373, 888-340-3373. Let's go to Lake Point, Utah, a place I don't think I've ever been before. 
and say hi to Art. Hello, Art. Hi. Hi, it's on uh, I-80, just out of Salt Lake. Very good. Uh, about four years ago, I was listening to uh, uh, a black preacher in New York City uh, about the time uh, 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 Jesse the Jackson was uh, all inflamed and, and uh, dissing uh, uh, Senator Obama. And uh, he was calling him a, a, a long-legged Mac Daddy, and uh, I didn't know what that was. I Wait, Reverend Jackson friend. called President? Uh, he's talk- remember no, no, that? No, 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 not not Jackson. Right. I know exactly what you're talking about. This is that guy on YouTube that's like a phenomenon. Oh, he's the guy that renamed that, Harlem. He, he called Obama. He a was Obama. Okay. A long-legged yeah. Mac, Mac Daddy. Daddy. Okay, I missed that somehow. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead, Art. I didn't know what. I didn't know what that was. I had to. I had to. You know. Uh, and my black friend had to search out somebody who was, uh, uh, you know, no, up on that. Someone who spoke that, jive. That's a pimp. To quote the airplane movie, that's, yeah. That's a pimp. And, uh, you, know, you, you know, since he stuck his nose into this thing, uh, you know, he might just end up not being known as the uh, uh, food stamp president, but as the president pimp. President Mac Daddy. Uh, I think it's a more polite way to put it. I think yeah, I think that's much more polite. But uh, you know, you uh, changing the uh, uh, the the name doesn't change the uh, the smell. Well, and here's the, uh, here's of it. Th- thank you, Art. Appreciate the uh, the insight. I didn't know what that meant either. I've heard that all the time. People have called me Mac Daddy mm-hmm. because it, are you doing a radio show or what? What are you doing? Henry Style in America. <laughs> Who is this? Uh, red-blooded, God-fearing, uh, Jesus-loving Americans are going to stand up and say, we're not going to Who take is that? This is uh, the gentleman that he's referring to. This is why we don't let you do technical things. Yeah, I'm sorry. First I'm of all, just, it. just yeah, turn it off, turn it please. Down. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. But this is uh, the Reverend James David Manning yeah. on YouTube, yeah. who has a series of these videos. Uh-huh. Where he refers to the president as the long-legged Mac Daddy. Okay. You, you, you really ought to take a look at that. Not right now, I shouldn't. I'm sorry, I was just... 888 So the issue there is um, the president saying, you know, we're, we're going to make people provide this for you. Mm-hmm. This girl attending a religious school. The religious school will not provide it for her. The people that provide the insurance for that religious school will not provide it for her. So she goes to Congress and cries. $3,000 on my birth control. How does she cry? Just making sure. I don't know. That's probably a little too close to Slick Willie. You know, she was just... (laughs) I should stop. So anyway, let me be clear. Um... Kevin, you know, tonight you're all over the place. You're, just, you're all over the place. Interesting. Yeah. Let's go to Nancy in Fort Lee, New Jersey, and save ourselves from this. Hey, Nancy, welcome. Thank you. Since Rush Limbaugh apologized, it's time for Bill Maher to apologize uh, to Governor Sarah Palin for almost four years of attacking her vicious words and last week using the C word on her. This is what I found out last night. Sean Hannity mentioned it, and he is ripping mad. So I think the media, he's got, first of all, Obama's got to return his $1 million that he gave to Obama's PAC, number one. I mean, we've got to give it back to these liberals. We really do. I know Andrew Breitbart, 
uh, passed away, but we got to fight for this. And we got to make the media, I know Rush will do this on Monday, make, talk, make Bill Maher, disgusting Bill Maher, what he's been saying for four years every week about Sarah Palin and Michelle Bachman, but mostly Sarah Palin, the C word last week. And Sean's got that on tape. Well, okay, fine, Nancy, and we don't we don't promote Sean and Rush on this show because. All right, I'm just saying, uh, but, this is ridiculous. Yeah, so thank you, I appreciate that. Crazy. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Um, here's here's the thing, um, Bill Maher is. You expect Bill Maher to be piggish at times, right? That's just the way he is. Don't get me started. So my point being. I don't think it does us any good wallowing down in his slime and trying to make him suddenly become something different. Let me tell you something. Just ignore him. He'll go away. I've only been born again. He doesn't have any, he ten doesn't years. Have any influence. Ten years. And you like to talk about some of the excerpts from my book, <laughs> uh, my biography. And let me tell you something. I've been in the back rooms and the private rooms and the offices of some of the the managers and the owners of some of these nightclubs. Who cares? You, and I've seen Bill Maher. I've okay. seen Little behind the scenes. I've seen the real Bill Maher. So what? Okay, but I'm just saying. I know, but it why? It just makes me laugh. Just ignore the little guy. Well, you got a point. He just goes away. Well, he's not going away. And and the thing is, and Nancy probably going to be mad at me. For I that. think he's going to hell for sure. But that's just me. And Nancy, Call me crazy. Nancy may be mad at me for saying so I'm this. I'm praying for Bill Maher. But there's I'm no praying. need for our side. Got to pray for him. Like that talk show host to get down in the slime that Bill Maher swims in. We don't have to. We don't have to go there. And and there's no one that wins more on this whole conversation happening right now than the Obama administration. Because you know what we're not talking about tonight? Obama. The new un unemployment numbers. Right. The latest uh, jobs situation. We're not talking about, you know, uh, the the manufacturing sector that is still continuing to hurt. Uh, we're not talking about a whole bunch of things because they want to make this now about someone's contraceptive payments. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't get that. It's a Jedi mind trick. Partly, you're you're the expert on those. So it's I would, an Obama I Jedi mind your, trick. I would trust your wisdom on that. Triple eight three four zero three three seven three. When we come back, a bunch of you have weighed in on the uh, Facebook page tonight. And you can join the Facebook pages by going to thebingethinker.com. You can friend Stephen and Kevin. Uh, but I put up a question about this today. I just asked, um, so who does agree with Sandra Fluke? Should, should, we be, should anybody other than her be picking up the payment for that birth control? Um, please explain why you think uh, that there should be. Uh, and we got some very interesting comments, not so much just from, uh, just from, uh, people that I expected, but also from ladies. We'll give you, share, share one with you when we come back. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 
11 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free. A CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES project card loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. caresproject.com. I'm Hannah. This is my story, and it's not what you think. Provident Films and Samuel Goldwyn present October Baby. Well, three weeks ago, I found out that my entire life is a lie. So I went on a trip. If you find your mother, what will you say? I'm just, I'm just curious. I don't know. From award-winning directors John and Andrew Irwin, a movie about one girl's amazing journey to discover her hidden past. This is my only chance to find out who I really am. I know where your birth mother is. I'm starting to think that I shouldn't have found out about all of this. To find the true power of forgiveness. Why didn't she want me? What's so wrong with me? You have the power to forgive, to choose to forgive. And remind us that every life is beautiful. I didn't see no tissue. I just saw the face of a child. October Baby. In theaters March 23rd. Rated PG-13. Consider the coffee bean. Ever since the dawn of mankind, never has there been a more powerful and potent tool to help you and me get out of bed and do what we need to do on a day-to-day -day basis. So if you enjoy your coffee, I want you to check out More Than Coffee when you click on TheBingeThinker.com. By going to More Than Coffee and clicking the button, you'll find all kinds of tasty coffees from Costa Rica to Jamaica to Sub-Saharan Africa, across every continent of the globe, be able to order the best tasting brands available and for every bag you purchase two dollars will be donated to extreme charities go to things like feeding hungry kids or getting bibles into the hands of those who can't get them in any other way please check out more than coffee and enjoy something much more important with your next cup compliments of extreme charities more than coffee at thebingethinker.com and don't forget to select extreme charities before you check out more than coffee at thebingethinker.com Saturday night, Barbara McCullough Live, our number 888-340-3373, 888-340-3373. little breaking news tidbit, looks like uh, Mitt Romney will win the Washington caucuses. Paul and Santorum coming in at a somewhat distant second and third, 25 and 24% each. Romney had 36%. So it's on to Super Tuesday. On Tuesday, Ohio... Oklahoma, Virginia, a couple of others. We'll see what happens. That's the latest. All right. We're talking about 
the concept that I think is kind of uh, I think it kind of permeates that generation, the generation of Sandra Fluke, that kind of says, you know what, pregnancy and birth control and all that stuff that's legitimate stuff that someone else should pay for. And that's basically what I've what I've been fired up about all night. Like, where did we where did we arrive at the at the moment that we are at now, where we think someone else should pay for those things that we that we purposefully engage in and move? You know, we we make decisions uh, to be involved with. Isn't that kind of anti-American? I want to do this. I want to smoke 18,000 packs of cigarettes a day, but I want the government to give me free health care so if I get lung cancer, they can pay for all the chemo and the surgery. You know who embodies this the best? It's Obama himself. First two years he had his uh, physicals with the uh, White House doctor, and they're on the record. You can find this. Doctor said you gotta you gotta smoke less and you gotta drink a lot less. He's got a problem with alcohol and tobacco, and the and the doctor's concerned about it. But what was his what was his signature piece of legislation? He he forced through in the first year, almost defying common sense when you saw how bad the economy was. It was a way to get everybody else to pay for health care. It is a weird thing to think that I can. Do whatever I want and still expect someone else to pick up the bill for it. It is weird. And I think I think it's immoral, personally. It is weird. Uh, let's talk to Jeff in Incline Village, Nevada. Hey, Jeff. Hey, well, thank you, and good evening. Thank you. So, about Sandra Fluke, uh, you know, I tuned in and somebody accused you of calling her a harlot or something like that. And I'm not going to call her a harlot. I'm going to call her a liar. I mean... Isn't that the point of why people have uh, done the math about how many times a day she must be needing birth control if it's really $3,000? The, the point is the Obama administration, their surrogates, these people do this all the time. They just throw anything out there. They throw out numbers. They throw out so-called facts, jobs created or saved. They say anything they want to say, and... The state-run media doesn't challenge them on it, so they get just a free to say anything. Um, do we really believe she only can make a thousand dollars on a summer job? That's the, that's kind of the issue there, right? Yeah, I mean it's probably a pretty horrible job, and and I'm wondering, you know, you're working your way through law school. You're probably doing something part time during the time while you're in school in D.C. Why not keep that job going through the summertime? Well, yeah, you already have a graduate degree. You're working on your postgraduate degree, and and you're going to make sub-minimum wage, or you're only going to get 8.2 hours a week. I'm not sure how it works out to, uh, you know, your your birth control costs more than a job you can find. I mean, and, but they throw numbers out all the time. You know, uh, inflate your tires, and it'll save as much gas as we could get out of Anwar. <laughs> that was said one time. Right, right, right. I remember you know? that. I there was a commercial on the TV that wasn't Obama, but it said to, to put a one a half liter plastic bottle in your toilet tank, and you could save. I think they said a thousand. I forget what they said they could save. I did the math. I said I'd have to have seven toilets in the house and flush each one of them three times an hour, all twenty four hours of the day, for it to equal that. They just 
you know, and it'll be like taking this many cars off the road. They like to throw numbers out there, and they don't think anybody's going to stop to do the math in their head and say, that's preposterous. Yeah. That is utterly preposterous. And if they do it enough so, times, Jeff, it comes so rapid fire, they think people can't keep up, even if they, even if they uh, attempt to do the due diligence. Say it often enough, it becomes the truth. Can I give you a quick political cartoon? Sure. I can't, I can't draw, so you're just going to have to picture this. You know, uh, the Cardinal calls his uh, health insurance provider and says, how much to provide health coverage for my female employees with no coverage for birth control and gun health and abortive patients and sterilization? Well, that'll be $500 a month. Okay, how much to provide the same things with birth control at no extra charge? Well, that's $550 a month. But don't worry, soon it's going to go down to $525 a month for females and males alike. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't that's, get it. That's the, that's, the, that's the hat trick they pulled, right? Isn't that the rabbit they pulled out of the hat? Yeah. The so-called compromise? Sorry, not, not following it, but I appreciate it, Jeff. Got to take this break. You've already discovered it's the season of the cold, the flu, even the bronchitis. Have you made too many trips to the doctor, and are you finding that they're getting more and more expensive? Perhaps you have incomplete coverage for your family's health care needs, and you're looking for ways to save on dental, eye care, chiropractic, homeopathic, and other things that most traditional insurances don't cover. What if I told you you could have a doctor standing by 365 days a year for your needs by phone that can give you a consultation and write you a prescription and send it to your pharmacy. What if I told you all of these services would be found in one simple source? The Family Health Passport. For the cost of one doctor's visit, you can give all of this coverage to your family right now. So get online and go to caresproject.com. Click the funny green button at the bottom of the page that says Family Health Passport and discover for yourself just how valuable this passport tool can be for your family's health. That's caresproject.com and click the green button called Family Health Passport. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the Cares Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month Thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Finally, on radio, Danny Johnson. 98% of the population will end up dead or dead broke, broke by the age of 65. Danny Johnson. Nationwide, Sunday nights. Is that how you want to be? Is that the life that you want? Well, if you look at what everybody else is doing and you live the way they are, then that's what you're going to have. Why live under the burden of death? Say, look at what everybody else is doing and do the opposite. Danny a production of Extreme Media. Best-selling author and nationally syndicated radio host, Danny Johnson. Why is it important to groom the next generation for success? 14,000 hours of schooling that you and I had from kindergarten just to the 12th grade. Not a single class was on financial wisdom. Not a single hour teaching us the difference between wise and foolish spending. Teaching us really the price that credit card debt 
really pays on an individual and a family. Not a single class on how to become an entrepreneur, start your own business. Not a single class on even how to motivate and work with other individuals. Not a single class in those areas. And so why is it important to groom the next generation for success? Because right now society is grooming the next generation for accidental failure. Why not discover for yourself the proven strategies for raising the next generation of leaders? Grooming the Next Generation for Success, the book exclusively at dannyjohnson.com. You've heard the 19 debates, but have you wanted to weigh in on the GOP presidential nomination process? Now think about what that means. You could put your face and voice on TV talking about the GOP race for free. Rick, I make enough mistakes in what I say. Get all the details at TheBingeThinker.com and click on Voice Your Opinion. TheBingeThinker.com. Congressman Paul, who's right? (laughs) I think they're all wrong. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, in 2011, we told you about the CARES Project. It was launched by our Extreme Charities Foundation, offering you free assistance on getting the lowest price possible for your prescription drugs. I'm happy to report that every month, thousands of you are experiencing savings as high as 35%, but on average, about 27% off of what they formerly paid for the prescriptions that they needed. If you've not yet signed up, it's easy to do. Just go to caresproject.com. That's caresproject.com. And print your card today. Baldwin McCullough Live, friend Stephen and Kevin at thebingethinker.com. You can uh, see the Facebook uh, friend boxes there on the right-hand side when you scroll down the page. Do that. Friend Stephen Baldwin, Kevin McCullough, Baldwin McCullough Live, every Saturday night starting 9 o'clock Eastern time and uh, coming very soon to some new affiliate cities. was just told by our new syndicator, Genesis Communication Networks, this week that uh, I think Baton Rouge and Grand Rapids are going to be online if they're not already, so... If they are, if you are already listening, and, and we we didn't welcome you, we'll we'll make that right in the future as well. Anyway, the topic has been more or less um, the, the 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 whole thing that caused a, a an apology by the uh, kind of king of talk radio this week. Uh, he apologized today for saying a couple of things that he said went too far, and the, the the issue is not really what he said. The issue is the concept of what the girl was doing from the beginning, which was, oh me, oh my, I need lots of money to pay for lots of contraception because I need birth control. And the question that I had was, is why should taxpayers, why should I, why should you, why should a religious organization be forced to buy her birth control? 888-340-3373. What are your thoughts on that? Let's got, let's uh, speak to Rocco calling from the uh, greater New York metro area just outside the city of New Jersey. Rocco, welcome. You're on with Baldwin and McCullough. Hi. How are you doing, Kevin? Doing well. Good. Uh, one of the things I was told through a few people I know that Obamacare, supposedly have also euthanasia uh, in that bill, supposedly. I don't know if you're aware of that. I, I, I don't know of any piece of the bill that does pay for euthanasia, um, so I, I can't confirm that, no. Oh, okay. I just want to bring that up. I don't think we should have to pay for the, 
for uh, this type of bill you know, of uh, the socialized medicine. I think that we could uh, get together, uh, you know, um, a health plan bill where it not be a burden on taxpayers. Well, and I, th- so thank you, Rocco. Th- th- what you're saying there basically is that it shouldn't be. Uh, taxpayers shouldn't be in the business of funding health care for everyone else anyway. See, that's that's what we need. We need to get to the point, friends, where we develop systems where you don't have bureaucracy and fraud. And the current problem with the current health care plan is that in the current system, it's all based on uh, what doctors can bill insurance companies versus what they can actually provide the services for. So there's this kind of... There's this issue of, you know, billing and, and how you do that and make sure everybody gets paid and so forth. The, the Obamacare problem is going to be worse because there will only be so many resources to go around. And when the money runs out, they're going to ration services. And maybe this is what you're referring to, Rocco. But people that have a quality of life that doesn't meet a certain standard, they won't get the same Healthcare treatment as someone that is deemed younger and more fit and, you know, able to, um, be more contributing, quote unquote, to society. And who knows how long until it jumps from that chasm to, oh, guess what? We don't think you're of particular value to society because of what you believe. There was a, there was a story that was released over this weekend where Kirk Cameron went on Piers Morgan and, and Piers Morgan asked him all these really, uh, you know, in-your-face questions about what he thought about homosexuality and homosexual sex and what he would tell his kids about it if, if he was asked about it. And Kirk Cameron said, well, I'm going to tell him what I tell him just like you would tell your kids what you tell him." And, and the cocky, arrogant Piers Morgan was like, well, you know, if, if my child asked me about this, I'd tell him that it was wonderful. And, and, and But, but, see... Then they had Glad, the Gay Lesbian Alliance Defense, whatever. Uh, uh, quote, uh, get get, in a, get a get a quote from Glad for the uh, for the story that then ran after this um, appearance had been had, and he said Kirk Cameron's views are increasingly out of the mainstream of America. So marginalize, try to say, oh well, you don't count because you believe a certain thing, and. It is really already taking hold. We used to be a nation where a man got up in the morning, put his feet on the floor next to his bed, and said, God, help me provide and protect my family today. It's my responsibility to do that. No one else is going to help me out there. I have to go out and do this. And you know what? For people that are students of faith, it's kind of the biblical message, too. The, the biblical message says a man doesn't work, he shouldn't eat. So it's good for a provider for the family to get up and say, "Hey, I got to go. I got to go do something in order for my family to be taken care of today." It is a complete anathema to society to get out of bed and say, "Please, someone else wait on me. Pay for my housing, pay for my food. Now pay for my dr- my birth control. Cost me $3,000 to have this birth control. Oh, woe is me." Why is that anybody else's issue? See, if I'm working really hard, running a little company, Stephen and I run the the extreme media company. We employ about 15 people right now. 
And if, if I'm working hard to grow that company and to help those families be able to pay their bills and us to pay our bills, I don't have anything left over to pay for some woman's birth control. So I've, I found it really interesting that my wife, the lovely bride, who I just adore, says to me today, that's not the problem. The problem isn't who pays for the birth control. The problem is no one has self-control anymore. And friends, that, that is, that is going to be a huge problem. Um, when we come back, I want to close with something that somebody wrote on the, um, on the Facebook page tonight. Her name's Melissa. She wrote this very interesting, thought-provoking response to the question that we had laid out. And uh, we'll get to that when we come back. And we've got room for your phone call, 888-340-3373, 888-340-3373. Would I be okay with paying for the birth control if it was for a married couple? No! Married couples should pay for their own birth control. My producers are being very bad tonight. They're trying to trip, just trying to get me off my game here. Not going to work. You want birth control? Buy it yourself. 888-340-3373. Just like if you want to smoke, you got to go buy your own cigarettes. Please let me, please let me have a smoke. I got to have a smoke. Please buy me a cigarette. Coming right back, Baldwin McCullough specialists. In today's ever-changing world economy and job market, you need a competitive edge that sets you apart from the masses. Whether it's your career, your business, your family, your financial or spiritual future, you can't keep doing the same things you've been doing. It's time for a change. First Steps to Success gives you the tools to remap your internal beliefs about yourself, about money, and about others. You'll learn simple but powerful systems to easily create success in any and every environment of your life, as well as insider business building, leadership, marketing skills. Through a unique experiential learning program, best-selling author, strategic life and business coach, Danny Johnson is able to literally transfer her million-dollar success skills into her students, equipping them with a step-by-step formula to radically transform every area of their lives. If you're about experiencing your full potential now and not later, it's time for you to go to First Steps to Success. Go to dannyjohnson.com for all of the details. That's D-A-N-I Johnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. DannyJohnson.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, when I was writing my new best-selling book, No, He Can't, How Barack Obama's Dismantling Hope and Change, our nation was going through the health care debate. And one thing was really clear to me from my time on Fox News and other venues that I would be called upon to debate the merits. The doctors, the insurance companies, the legislators, and the people were all at odds with one another. And no one was talking about common sense. It was at that time that I began to feel very burdened for our nation. Sure enough, my business partner, my co-host, my buddy, Stephen Baldwin, did too. And that's why we have embarked with our coalition of brave innovators that are seeking to think things in different ways to help provide new answers to tough questions for people. We decided to, at that time, begin the planning for the launch of the CARES Project 2011. CARES Project 2011 is a simple plan to help you manage cost of governing your own health. And it starts with something that's absolutely free, a CARES Project card that enables you to not only pay less for your prescriptions if you don't have insurance, up to 55% if you don't have insurance, but also, if you do have copays, it gets around this little law that allows pharmacies to overcharge you if your drugs cost less than the copay that's printed on your card. See, this CARES Project card 
loaded into your pharmacy's computer will always guarantee that you get the lowest price, even on drugs for your pets. And a card is good for the entire family. So go to CARES Project Card right now and print it out for free. There is no obligation on your part whatsoever. CARES Project 2011. Stephen Baldwin and Kevin McCullough care about your health, and that's why it is our Extreme Charities Foundation that is initiating this push to help you. So please, go to caresproject.com right now. It's there for you from us because Stephen and Kevin care about your health. Caresproject.com. That's C-A-R-E-S project.com. Caresproject.com. All right, Baldwin McCullough Live. Uh, so glad you're with us on Saturday night, starting at 9 o'clock Eastern. If you'd like the podcast, you can get it for free at thebingethinker.com. Just scroll down the right-hand side of the page. You can also subscribe on iTunes. And I found the coolest thing this week. If you've got an Apple TV, you can just subscribe to it through that, too, and play it right in your home-based entertainment system, and it sounds phenomenal. 888-340-3373. If you've got thoughts about this after we are off the air, you can also leave us voicemails on that number as well. But until we're off the air, you can uh, get your calls through. 888-343-340-3373. Uh, let's talk to Eric real fast in Reno, Nevada. Hello, Eric. Real quick, guys. I don't think I should have to pay for it or, or uh, birth control or subsequent abortions or whatever. But the reality is this young lady could participate in the world's oldest profession and earn $3,000 a night in Nevada doing what she likes to do with her legs spread. Well, Eric, that's that's a little harsh. I mean, I do know you're from Nevada where some of that stuff is legal. But I, it's not about attacking her. But it, I do think it's about a mindset. And so did a friend of mine on Facebook who weighed in on this. Her name was Melissa. She said this. She said, there's so many things that bother me about this issue. Number one, it annoys me that Congress continues to entertain this silliness when the nation is facing a lot of serious and very real problems. She says, this is clearly a First Amendment issue, which no one seems to care about and should have been dismissed a long time ago in the first place. She says, it's also amazing what freedoms people are willing to give up in order to get something, quote, free. Contraception is not a woman's issue. It takes two people to conceive a child. Men should be responsible as well. She says, this is clearly a first world problem. We are apologizing left and right to the world for this and that, but we're proud to call buying our own contraception a reproductive injustice. She says, meanwhile, millions of women and children are being sold into sex slavery around the world and into our very and in our very own country. She says, we should be ashamed. She said, I'm sick of the lack of personal responsibility. The girl that chose to go to a Jesuit school and is choosing to have sex, she should pay for the consequences. The thing that bothers me the most, though, is that an unmarried woman can stand before the whole country and declare her sexual promiscuity, and we're all supposed to applaud her. But when you mention the word abstinence, people laugh in your face. At the very least, says Melissa on Facebook, we should respect the efforts of people that are trying to make responsible choices regarding their sexual activity and get the word out that it is possible and worth striving for. Um... I immediately liked that comment and said that Melissa should run for president. <laughs> Someone that thinks that clearly would get my vote. Uh, anyway, Kevin McCullough, glad to uh, wrap things up. Steven had to step out just a touch early. He has to go, uh, you know, wine and dine and schmooze and, and, and wow the, uh, the crowd at the Saturday Night Live studios tonight. Um, but he will be back along with me next week, and we look forward to being with you. By the way, 
please send us your emails. TheBingeThinker.com. Click the Connect page. You can drop us an email, an email there. Or, and you can also continue to weigh in with your voicemails, 888-340-3373. Uh, and uh, that line will be open all week long. And Stephen and I will get them personally. We will check them and hear them. Already had some fun ones come in last week. Anyway, Kevin McCullough saying have a great night. And for those of you that uh, it's important to, be in the Lord's house tomorrow. Till next Saturday. See ya. Between you and your bride Bring back the time Governor Mike Huckabee said